Hello and welcome to uh, the Hyper Combo Finish podcast number two. This time with actual video. Last time we thought we were recording video, but we weren't. Um, <laughs> so it's a special treat. Uh, yeah, and uh, with me, as always, is Marie. Hey, it's um, me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today we're going to talk more about video games. Oh, man. Hi. Hey, what's up? Nice outfit. Nice outfit. To you are Master Chief. I um, am Master Chief. <laughs> did, did you download that somewhere? Yes, I did. Through the magic of internets. I think that um, that Master Chief should have a pickaxe, a diamond pickaxe in the game. That might make it better. It would. Honestly, there's so much that could make that game better. <laughs> oh, so you've been, play- <laughs> you've been playing Halo 4. Yes, like despite what I said last week, I actually caved because of all the awesome reviews and uh, purchased Halo 4 and played it yesterday, the whole first, the single player campaign. You played the whole campaign already? Yeah, it's about six hours. I actually played it co-op split screen with Ben, my fiance, and um, yeah, it was very short and yeah, huh. I didn't (laughs) enjoy it quite as much as I believed I would and... Well, kind of well, that, that's interesting because last time you were saying how you weren't interested and didn't expect to enjoy it at all, but it, the reviews made you think otherwise, huh? Yes, the reviews said that it was the best-looking game for Xbox 360 ever. And I will admit, it is a very good-looking game, but I just don't think that I am the target demographic for it. And that's saying something because I love a first-person shooter. And this is supposed to be one of the best first-person shooters in the history of all first-person shooters, blah, 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 blah. Um, and what I didn't care for was that it just didn't capture me <laughs> from the very beginning. Where are we going? Let's, let's build this thing. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm getting some, some dirt to build things. Okay. Um, <laughs> so at the very beginning, the in- initial battles... And I will grant that I have no history with Halo, so I didn't know this story except for stuff I read on Wikipedia, which, you know, doesn't really prepare you for the full emotional impact of the story of Master Chief. Um, But the first battles were really drab. The enemies were kind of adorable. So I just didn't feel really motivated to continue the game other than the fact that I paid $60 for it. And I had to. Um, so you, you again, you like the enemies better than yeah, the, but, the, well, main the enemies characters. were sort of adorable. They kind of walk around like little muppets. Some of them, and do they still have the wacky voices? That's the one thing that got me in the first game. Uh, like the little guys, are like yeah, they like have really high pitched voices, and they say like sort of uh, science talk stuff. You know, <laughs> they're like beep 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 beep. You know, yeah, it's, I, it's adorable. It's, I thought that was really incongruous in, in Halo 1. It's yeah. just like, I thought these were like evil aliens, but why do they, yeah, they, they talk like Fraggle Rock. Exactly. They're so cute. And it's like, oh, look at them moving around. I'm going to shoot them. And it just, for me, it didn't feel like that challenging a shooter. Maybe I should play it on like crazy insane mode or whatever they have. What difficulty did you play it on? Normal. I just figured for my first time playing it, it should be normal. And it was like super easy and quick and just didn't feel challenged by it and of course that's i guess my own fault for not playing it um, on the higher difficulty level but again it should still be an engaging game on normal difficulty level for a first-time user i think yeah that's um well the thing is you are like you're a you're like a pro gamer man without the money (laughs) oh they make sweet cash i gotta get in on this action they can. We'll we'll talk about that okay. soon. But um, well, yeah, like you know what you're doing. So, uh, do you always choose normal? Um, the first time, yeah. Yeah, I think I I just started doing that. I I traditionally always went with hard, and it actually led me to not like games a whole lot. Um, really? Why? Yeah, uh, because I got stuck. Like this actually happened to me with Dragon Age. Um, <laughs> like Dragon Age One, I've been playing for about two years. I have yet to finish it. Um, and I, I go back to it like every month or so, and I just get like stuck. And I feel like the only way to progress in that game is to cheat. Like I'm like, oh, I gotta really, I gotta get these enemies like st- have to f- screw up their clipping so that they're stuck on this wall so that I can just stab them in the head repeatedly. That's the only way to win. Um, well, you know, you can switch difficulty levels back and forth during battles. During battle, in, I did not know that. In Dragon Age, yeah. 
if it's getting too hard for you, just switch during and then play the rest of the game at whatever normal level you want or hard or et cetera. Whoa, where the fuck am I? Okay. Well, I should do that so I can finally finish that game. Yeah, you um, really should because that one, I think, was the best one so far. I mean, there only been two. Um, and the next one was such a waste of time. Holy crap. Yeah, I heard that from multiple sources that people who love that game um, just did not at all. <laughs> yeah, the final boss for that game is ridiculous. I'm pretty sure he's a – who's that guy who's like, you're going to love my nuts? Oh, um, uh, yeah. He's on uh, TV. He got – bitten by a whore one time yeah my friend met him <laughs> yeah. oh, that's awesome it's it's like that whatever choppy thing it is it's sort of Slap a chop. yeah it's like that the last battle it is ridiculous i like how that guy to you is the i'm you, you're gonna love my nuts guy yeah that's him to you that's him yeah totally sham wow i guess is a secondary factor bitten by a whore is in there as well but yeah <laughs> you know nuts is the main thing i don't know what i'm doing but ooh, this isn't quite a structure you've built here mcguire's yeah, it's, it's going to be a stairway to i don't it, it was kind of a stairway and then it was a judging chair and now i don't know what it's going to be well i'm um, up in the glass tower with the glass footings and i'm looking down on rainbow road and judging you i guess it is judging that's that's wise anywho <laughs> i thought i had like really interesting and can uh, so you just didn't like Halo. Yeah, Halo. You just didn't like. Yeah, no. I mean, it did get a little bit more um, emotionally involving towards the end, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone. So yeah, I it heard was, it, it, it was people better. Feel feelings. Yeah, there were feelings, and I think that this is just an underlying problem for me as a gamer. I've been spoiled by these sandbox RPGs where I can impose so much of my own personality and will and have so much agency that when I don't have that kind of agency in a game, I don't feel as involved. Um, so, it was like I, watching a movie that, uh, you know, where I had like quick time events and I had to be involved somehow um, instead of it was me. I'm doing this. And that's, that's how I feel with so many games. Like I, I mentioned last time, it's just like I'm playing a movie and it's not a game. But it sounds really to me like you were most upset that you couldn't make Master Chief and the Covenant make out. Yeah. <laughs> well, he could at least adopt some of the Covenant because they're adorable, really. It's just like, just, oh, you got your little round shield and it's so cute. You go, wee, wee, wee. And it's, it's so cute. And, you know, there are other people who that Master Chief should have made out with, but... um. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was, you know, though I will say that some games that feel like they're on rails, that like I'm participating in a movie, are awesome and truly engaging games. Like Uncharted 2, and I always talk about Uncharted 2, was so that for me. And um, I think it was because the very beginning of the game has no explanation as to who you are and what you're doing. And I hadn't played Uncharted 1 before playing Uncharted 2. So it, I got to impose my own personality on the character of Nathan Drake. It's like, okay, so I'm this guy hanging from a train in the Himalayas and I need to figure my way out of this situation. Whereas in this game, it sets you up with a lot of backstory on Master Chief the guy who the lady who created him and you know his situation and the expectations around him so i just couldn't see myself in that role and again it's just like that's just me being spoiled by the kinds of games i usually like to play and that's probably why i didn't like witcher as well because hey i'm this guy and not a guy i want to be so you like a blank slate I do. Well, I like to just impose myself on others, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little illegal. Oh, no. <laughs> Consensually. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's, so you love a blank... So, but it's interesting because it seems like um, Uncharted is the game where they, they give him a personality. Like, the, the lead guy is like, he's a dude and he talks a lot. And he, like, did you just say, like, oh, he's saying what I want in my voice? Oh. Like... But what a personality. I mean, he's immediately relatable. He's voiced by Nolan North. 
He's grrr. And I just, again, the opening sequence where it was me trying to figure out the situation, um, negotiate this train in the Himalayas. I got to impose my character on it. The cutscenes were really awesome. The writing was superb. The voice acting was excellent. So I felt really involved. I mean, it does work for me sometimes. Like when I'm playing Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War, you know, I think of like, Dom is my best friend and his wife died. And I think of like, my dad killed the Lambent. And I, you know, I say things like, oh, my dad, where's my dad? So I, it, it just, in this particular case, didn't have a narrative. And perhaps because I didn't play all the way through, that spoke to me, that really resonated with me. Cool. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, speaking of big blockbuster games that came out, oh. um, there's Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, that's the thing that lots of people are talking about. Um, I haven't played it. Have you? I have not played it. And I feel really super bad because, as you know, I worked on the last Assassin's Creed, Revelations. And I have a confession. I never played that one either. Wow. So you worked on it. You did, like, a lot of work for that game. Yes. Just never played. <laughs> now, why didn't you play it? Like, well, for one thing, I had to do a lot of playing of builds of the game to get, like, in b-roll for commercials or trailers that we would do so i got to see sort of behind the curtain on the game and my first day of work at ubisoft i read the bible for that game so i knew everything that would happen and so the mystery was gone yeah so (laughs) i've never worked on an actual game that came out um (laughs) does does working on a game kill that game for you like in most instances i i think so i mean there are a few games it just depends on what stage and what you know, relationship I have to the game. So in that case, I knew a lot about the story, but had no effect on the game in any way other than to market it. Right. Um, So, you know, there's like a certain level of frustration as a gamer because you think, oh, I'm amazing. I could totally make an awesome game. And uh, none of my input, my valuable and important input is being listened to. But, um, you know, I wouldn't say it ruins all games. I mean, there are a lot of games that you know, it depends on your relationship with the developer, but if you're giving them advice and helping them tune their game for a certain demographic or a certain market or to achieve certain goals, then then they make good on that. It's really exciting to see it happen. But That's I cool. will say in general, um, games I work on, I don't seem to play. <laughs> that totally makes sense to me. I mean, when you get too you close play- to something, you don't really want to be a big part of it. Anymore. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, That's my job. All right, time to do something fun. So why aren't you playing Assassin's Creed 3, though? I mean, have you played the others? I played, um, I played about two hours of the first one because it was, on, it was on sale on Steam for like five bucks one year. And I was like, cool, uh, everyone talks about this game. I'll try it out. And um, it's one of those g- new fangled games that I just found <laughs> boring as hell. Really? Um, because like the it, first one was so exciting for me. It was different. It was... Uh, see... It, it, it was uh, th- the case for me was that it felt like when I hit things, I was making little movies happen instead of like actually swinging a sword. And the first one was the worst at that because it was like cutscene, you can't skip, you can barely control the camera during the cutscene. But um, yeah, I kind of muddled through that to get to the killing dudes part, and that was pretty exciting. And you know, I don't think at that point there were that many parkour kind of games with the free running and the jumping and horses so it was exciting but wow i'm so sad that you didn't like it so would you play three because it is like super good and it's all about america and stuff um i mean that's kind of neat i guess i I just (laughs) uh, no i don't think i'm gonna play it um i I just uh, like it it seems like it's a huge game that they put lots of time and effort into and that always makes me sad when i'm not interested in games like that (laughs) I was just like, this is the work of hundreds of people, uh, and, uh, you know, I don't really care, but no, I, I'm not going to play it. Um, it's just uh, not the sort of, like, the combat. I played the combat, and I was like, I, this isn't fun. <laughs> um, and the whole, like, side story, like, oh, you're actually this dude in the modern day using, like, this, this like, God, the sci-fi animus. behind it. The, sci- <laughs> the animus, the whole sci-fi behind that's redonk. <laughs> well, it's trying to give you like a relatable fiction to understand how you're traveling in time. Don't know it. They hate yeah, saying but like, about traveling in time, but you know, um, experiencing the perspective of someone from a different time. But your genes remember like everything that that person, all your ancestors did. That's the opposite of what science says. I just 
I just sat there. I was like, man, this is so not science. Are we like, are we really going to bring science to video games? Though? I mean, like, oh, science. Kirby can eat whatever. That's yeah, not science. Well, that's been established. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a I need a shovel. I only have a pick. Um, I could actually take take my shovel. Oh, merci. You're welcome. I don't know what we're building, but I'd like to. I'm, uh, I'm building um, <laughs> this tower of stairs. Oh, wow. Um, to what end? Okay, whatever. I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, that's that's what you do in Minecraft. <laughs> I like your sheep pen here. It's, um, they look sad. <laughs> All the sheep look really sad. No, I think they look stupid, actually, because their eyes point in opposite directions, and they just look kind of dumb. I don't know what you're talking about, because I am using Misa's awesome realistic mod and my sheep look amazing oh is that like it looks realistic like super nintendo realistic sure sure that no (laughs) no i don't i've never seen that one is it uh, like the ones i've seen have made it look like 16-bit like whoa but not like realistic you're going to see okay mcguire when we finish this i just one of your sheep got out um that wasn't my fault <laughs> that sounds like it was definitely your fault. <laughs> no, he's just on a tree over there. Anyway. But yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. Assassin's Creed I'm probably not going to play, but um you are? Uh, yeah, probably. I I feel like I should, but then I feel like I should play Revelations first. But I also feel like I already know what happens in Revelations. Yeah, you don't have to do that. You you already you lived it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know Ezio's story and um how it all pans out. That's how you pronounce that. Ezio, yeah. Come uh, on. Wow. I was, I was What's like, wrong what, with you? What's an I worked Ezio? on that game, and you didn't even... Wow. I'm disappointed. You work on lots of games. Your mom works on lots of games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, going to try I, to get it. Cool. Yeah. I, um, maybe on the next Steam sale, it'll be out for $5, and I'll play it for an hour, <laughs> and then not. Because that's yeah. what Steam does for me. Aw. Well, this it. one is supposed to be really good. There are naval battles, you know. Yeah, schizophrenia, but cool. Well, they just, they're trying to make it more complex, and uh, the graphics are great. When I saw Target gameplay for the game um, last year, it looked amazing. There is this move where he tomahawks a dude and takes his gun and shoots him in the face with it, just all in one fluid motion. It's just... And all like, one button, too. <laughs> just press A. Um, yeah. I don't feel, I can't feel like a badass if the game does it for me. It's like, not always like that. It's not always like that, but, like, if I'm doing, like, a crazy combo, like, I want every one of my blows to be a button press or, like, a joystick movement or something. Um, you know, a game I, that... I, I would just mash if that were the case. You Yeah, but the good games make it so mashing doesn't work. Mm. Like, have you ever played Skate? No. All right. Tell so me about Skate. Skate is a... Uh, was, was, like, oh, man, we're going to be better than Tony Hawk because we're going to be super realistic. Um, and I, I don't know if they made it better than Tony Hawk, but it was a very different game and it was definitely realistic in that it was hard as hell and you fell on your face more often than not. And that's what you do when you ride a skateboard, you fall on your face. Um, and it was a really good falling on your face simulator. Um, (laughs) but like even the easy stuff in the game, like you had to master how to do an ollie. It was like this special flick of the joystick and it had to be done the right way or else you'd fall on your face. Um, and so everything you did, like, built upon that. And there were special flicks with both joysticks. And it was really, really hard. But when you strung things together, you felt like a golden god. Like, you were like, oh, man, I just went up this half pipe and did, like, a kickflip. And, like, on Tony Hawk, that's two buttons. But for me, it was so hard. And I thought that was really fulfilling. So how did Skate perform, let's say, with the, the masses? It, I think it did pretty good because it made a sequel. Hmm. Um, I don't know about the actual sales numbers, but yeah, it, it, they made a sequel, and I think they both sold reasonably well. Um, and it was it was fun. I think I, I'm not sure if like everyone who played it got it. <laughs> like I, I'm sure a lot of people played it, and they they were like, "Wow, <laughs> this is this is hard." I, th- I was expecting fun, um, <laughs> but I think there definitely are breeds of gamers who are. I don't know, for lack of a better word, masochistic in that way. Like that think is of totally me. Yeah, Dark Souls. I want to play Dark Souls. Everyone's telling me to play Dark Souls, and the second I get time, I will. Um, Have you played that? Yes, I have, and I I just hated it. (laughs) I guess I'm not a person interested in a challenge, because it was just punishing, relentlessly hard. Oh, it sounds um, like it's perfect for me. Yeah, you would love this game. It was just so 
rough. And, uh, and, you know, usually with games, I like to play them for the enjoyment factor. <laughs> Why would you want to enjoy something? Yeah. That's so I weird. Mean, <laughs> well, the rest of my life is hard work. So, hey. <laughs> not really. It's not. But, um, you know, hey, I don't want to play tough games that spit in my face and tell me I'm stupid all day long. Because <laughs> it, it literally does that. It just, like, stomps, comes to your house, stomps on your head. Um, says really disparaging things about, you know, your looks and then, uh, leaves. So it was a tough game. You're going to love it. Cool. Uh, I think I will. You're going to uh, love my nuts. <laughs> so is that, and, and that's what you didn't like about the Witcher because it, it, it laughed in your face. Yeah. Well, basically it told me I was bad. Yeah, actually it didn't even laugh in your face. It just like gave you, it gave you an assessment it thought was fair and you said, nuh-uh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, I think that you would enjoy this game best on easy. And you're like, no, no, I'm better than that. You're stupid. I am better than that. Also, I'm hurt for some reason. I don't know where I am now, and I'm hurt, and uh, I don't have any tools. And mm. Are you wet, alone, and crying in a ditch? Yeah, pretty much. I think I ran into a spider, but I only had my pickaxe, and now I'm somewhere where there's lots of bedrock, and probably should just sort of backtrack and go oh, somewhere. Oh, you're, you're down in the hole. Yes, in the hole. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can find where you went. That's crazy. I'm going to see if I can make an axe. <laughs> um, so, completely different subject. Uh, last time we talked, you mentioned that you were getting an Oya. Oh, yeah. Which I think is the how that's pronounced. Is that how I, you would pronounce that? I pronounce it Ouya. Ouya. Because it's like, we, I don't know. I'm going to go with Ouya just because that's what I'm saying and I'm sticking to it. And I, I would say that that is a marginally less stupid name than the Wii U. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with 10 times better than Wii U because Wii U had the problem of, like, is this just an attachment for my Wii? Or <laughs> it's just like another thing I buy in addition to my Wii. And at least Ouya is like, it's a distinct um, entity unto itself. Yeah, well, there's nothing that came before. But yeah. okay, so, so explain the Ouya to me. So Ouya is, is being created by, I guess, an independent development studio that wants to make a console that can play Android games. So the games that you would play on your Android phone device, it's sort of like XBLA, but for Android, as far as I can tell. Correct me if I'm wrong, because all I saw was new console, put money, and I, you know... I said, shut up and take my money, and there it was. Yeah, how much was it, were they asking? Oh, well, it was a Kickstarter, uh, so I just contributed to the Kickstarter enough to get my uh, screen name (laughs) 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 on track, but I don't know, actually. Do you? Uh, I don't remember. Kickstarter is like a mystery to me, because it's like, hey, I'm invested in this thing somehow, but really I'm just giving money to a guy, and then I have to actually buy the thing. But then I get stuff. It's just, well, usually, I don't know. Usually my... I think a, a lot of developers use it as like a pre-sale sort of thing. I where they're see. like, oh, well, like for 50 bucks, like you'll help contribute to this game. And when it's done, you'll get a copy of it. Um, oh. It, that's usually how it works. Okay. For, for Yay. And, uh, I don't think I contributed enough to get an Ouya, but I will purchase it when it is available at retail. Oh, that's interesting. So you use Kickstarter in a way that most people don't. Really? Yeah, I think most people are just like, this is a pre-order. And uh, I think that's where some people run into problems because they, they expect it to come out at a time like it's like the new Sony console or something. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, Kickstarter as a phenomenon is really interesting for games. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of misunderstanding as to exactly how it works. But there are games that get through funding. And So, wait, did you support FTL? I didn't support FTL, actually, because... Um, I was busy with other stuff at the time, uh, but I, I, I read about the game actually in PC Gamer magazine. I read about this game in a magazine. What? Um, a print magazine? A print magazine. I still get PC Gamer because the writing's really good, and I like it. Interesting. <laughs> uh, but I, they they really sold me on it really well because they bas- it, they basically told this narrative. So FTL is uh, this indie game. I don't know how many people made it, but it feels like one or two. Um, <laughs> And it's about piloting a, a, a spaceship, and uh, you get to make these jumps, and uh, you get to control the crew in your spaceship, and like a, revert power from shields to weapons and fun stuff like that. Um, and it's really simple 2D graphics, uh, but it's really fun. It's it's kind of like a, a roguelike. Um, are you familiar with that term, Marie? No, I am not. Educate me, Chris. Uh, so a roguelike is is it's kind of a term that 
games that are like Rogue, which was this old game where you <laughs> where you rent, went around a dungeon and died. <laughs> um, and uh, kind of like Zelda 1, actually, um, but uh, with more emphasis on the death. <laughs> so when you, when you die in a roguelike, it's over. You start from the beginning again. Um, it's, oh, it's, harsh. And like, usually the levels are randomly generated. So you're kind of going through like these mazes, and there's enemies in them, and you might get unlucky, and like the big boss might be in the next level, and you have nothing, and he eats you, uh, or you get might get really lucky, and you get uh, lots of weapons in the first room. Like it's it's kind of like that. Huh. Um, and uh, I've I've been playing a couple games like that recently, actually, including FTL, which is like you start with a ship, and you are just kind of going through this randomly generated galaxy, trying to get to the other side. And through the way, you upgrade, um, and uh, you fight pirate ships and like ransack them, and uh, it's it's really compelling. Um, and I, I heard about it through PC Gamer, where they gave this really great narrative, uh, where it's like, oh man, these these dudes boarded my ship and they started attacking my engineer and like fire was happening and to <laughs> and like they killed my engineer and my pilot was like oh crap what do i do so my pilot opened the airlock and opened all the doors on the ship so that all the bad guys started suffocating to death um and they they were trying to break their way down through the wall to, to where my pilot was but they couldn't because they were they suffocated too fast um and and the suffocation actually made all the fires on my ship go out and then i uh, once everything all, once all the bad guys were dead and the sh- the fires were out i uh i shut the doors and repaired it and flew away and i was like that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> well that uh, well, I have problems with that because what happened to the rest of the crew if you were opening the airlock and letting the air in? And, well, or, the only other crew member was the engineer and he died. Oh, he was okay. killed by everyone else. So, like, the crew, like, we're talking about, like, you start this game with, I think, three people on the ship. Um, and along the way, like, you can pick up more. Like, you might uh, encounter slavers. Um, and oh. the slavers are, like, you, you make moral choices that don't really have effect in the world, but just, like, how you want to play. Like, you you encounter a slaver ship, and they're like, if you don't shoot at me, I'll give you a slave. Nice. So you can be like, I'm killing you anyway because you're a slaver. Or you can be like, hmm, free slave. <laughs> oh, um, yay. I'm glad. I, you know, there are a few games right now that have, like, no consequences for your moral choices. Yeah, and and maybe there are at the end, like maybe like maybe later, <laughs> like maybe there are like oh man, we are totally that race that those slavers have, and you have one of our kin aboard, and we're gonna kill you. Like maybe that happens. I don't know. Oh, There's we'll it's randomly that. generated, so maybe sometimes that happens, and sometimes it doesn't. Maybe. So so FTL, you didn't hear about on Kickstarter, but from what I understand, it's one of the few kickstarter games that actually made good on its promise like to be a game to go live at some point um <laughs> well, and i think that's such a weird thing i mean most of the kickstarter stuff i mean yeah i have contributed to several different games but i also contribute to independent you know creative projects like a uh, podcast of a friend or a uh, film about games or a documentary on games etc it's always games for some reason oh i wonder why oh my fuck <laughs> um i almost fell into a ditch okay um and it, it's just weird to me like do you think you know I, people will postulate oh kickstarter and crowdfunding is the future of gaming or independent gaming thoughts uh i think it's I think it's awesome. Like as a startup guy myself, like I'm mm-hmm. kind of in this scene now, and um, Ooh, it's I, a scene. I, it's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> startups are totally, and it's a New York startup, so it's doubly a scene. Ooh. Um, yeah, New York startups are like this incestuous little hive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think it's a great thing. Um, like I think for, they've they've somehow pulled it off to make people give money. <laughs> and that's the last thing people want to do. Um, and I think most people, when they are donating, see it as a donation to like a group of people that they want to see succeed. Um, and the, the problem comes in when people see it as like a presale, where they're selling, being sold things. And um, the biggest problem, I think, is with the people who are doing the Kickstarters, uh, they bite off more than they can chew. And and not only with their projects, like, that happens, but more so with, like, the, the prizes. Because a lot of people doing these games, uh, doing Kickstarters in general, like, oh, like, well, 500 people get T-shirts if they donate 10 bucks. <laughs> and yeah. they don't realize what it takes to send out 500 T-shirts. Yes. It's and hard. The person who has had to deal extensively with, like, sourcing and logistics, and um, that's tough, bro. Yeah, uh-huh. so they do it and they win, and they're like, "Oh, awesome! Like ten thousand people donated." They're like, "Oh my god, ten thousand t-shirts!" And they don't get to make the game because they're too busy making a thousand t-shirts. Mm-hmm. 
and, and shipping then, them. Yeah, they, they don't take into account the shipping rates or anything of the sort. Um, I don't know where I am, but here's a skeleton archer. <laughs> also, whoever made these little biomes like for a zoo is a genius, and I love you. Have you been here? There's like these glass enclosures for different biome, uh, d- different biomes. Are you in the treehouse, or is it totally different than that? Because the treehouse has that too. Um, I, I don't know. I okay. Don't, are you, are you I'm above not ground? Trees. Pardon me. Are you above ground? Yes. Okay. There is a black and white lighthouse looking thing. Oh, I got to get there. Come over here. Come join me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because um, somebody just like made the. the there's a, a little greenhouse for trees. Yeah, that's where I am now. Oh. Okay, where are you? Are you yeah, you're in the treehouse for trees? I'm no, sorry. I'm climbing I, it right now. <laughs> it's um, like no, it has like signs on every tree telling you what kind of tree it is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So you're in there now. Yes, I am inside. All right, I see you. Cool. Spruce. Yeah, so I think the biggest problem, I think it's hey. good. I think people will learn that. And actually here is a a new business idea. Uh here's a free one. Somebody <laughs> Someone who handles the fulfillment for people who win Kickstarter. <laughs> if you're like, hey, I can make a thousand t-shirts and ship them. And the Kickstarter person is like, oh my god, here's a thousand bucks. Please do that. <laughs> there you go. A freebie for you, America. That's a freebie. That's a freebie for an, uh, from, from a proven entrepreneur right there. Do that. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about over here. It's like these, uh, what does this say? Oh, yeah. I think um, my brother-in-law, Kevin, made these. Well, Kevin is a rock star because these are badass. I especially like this desert one over here. I gotta check now I out. just want to fill it with animals. <laughs> Dude, desert Uh-oh. biome? Come on. Oh, that's really cool. Isn't it? It's badass. It's got cactuses and scraggly trees. Word. This All is really things. cool. Um, like, but yeah, I, I do think uh, that Kickstarter is good for the industry. It's making a lot of indies like – not just indies too, though. Like proven game developers are using it to like fund their like crazy. I want to build this games. Oh, like Double Fine. Yeah, which that one actually really got to me because they didn't even explain the game. <laughs> Look, we're Double Fine. Just throw money at us. Yes, yeah, sir. that's kind of what it was, and I think a lot of people didn't read it, and they were like, "Oh, this must be for uh, the <laughs> this must be for the new Psychonauts." Totally. <laughs> well, okay, your reading comprehension sucks. That's on you. So right. <laughs> you throw money at them anyway. Yeah, Psychonauts is an excellent game. I can imagine that anything Double Fine touches is going to be awesome. Did you do that stacking game they had? I didn't do that, but you know what oh, I did do game? that I enjoyed that nobody else did? Um, uh, the, the heavy metal one. God, what was it called? Oh, thing. Brutal Legend. Black, yeah. Brutal Legend. I didn't play that. It, I, I loved it. I loved every second of it. And that's one that was like a lot of production value was put into like the storytelling and the car- and the voice acting. And I loved the voice acting. Like it was great. Um, it was totally a game I got behind. and I really got into the world and cared about it, even though it was this wacky, probably because it was this wacky, like heavy metal world. Um, that seems like the right world for you. Yeah, it was good. And I think Jack Black was awesome in it. He was just the perfect guy for that. Um, I so yeah, voice that. acting win right there for me. Sometimes it can be good. I mean, Dishonored, coming back to that, Susan Sarandon was in that. Susan Sarandon! I seriously got to play that game. I will. Oh my god. Why are you such a jerk? Play the game already. It's so good. Susan <laughs> Sarandon! <laughs> um, Susan Sarandon. Oh man. All right. So let's okay. do a segment. Oh, oh zombies. Segment? We're being attacked by zombies. Yeah, um, I'm not wearing armor so that I can look like Master Chief. So, <laughs> so, so here's, here's the thing. Uh, gaming news all of a sudden. Oh! So uh, I'm going to say uh, a, a piece of gaming news that happened in the last week, and you're going to say what you think about it. What if All I don't know sudden. anything about it? Well, then you say that. Okay. Um, uh, Father Flips links gender for, for Wind Waker to, for his daughter to play. Did you read about that? Adorable. That is so sweet. And, I, you know, that's something that I would have loved. Not that my dad could do anything of the sort. I don't know if he knows what games are like. But anyway, <laughs> it's just so wonderful. And, yeah, more Chicks are playing games. I don't know why people don't realize that women play games. And yeah, gender shit helps uh, or limits the. I'm sorry. I'm like really concerned with like taking this brick out. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to stand still and tell you that 
Yes, yes, not at me. Um, <laughs> having a set gender for your uh, protagonist really limits the level to which you can relate to the protagonist. And for me, engagement is so heavily reliant on how much I can relate to the protagonist and the struggles he or she is going through. And I almost always play a woman. No, I always play a woman when I can because I'm a chick. Like Even in Dishonored, when there's a game that I love, when people were referring to me as he or him, it was always confusing. And I'm like, do they mean me? So I think this is like a really beautiful and wonderful thing this guy has done. And more people should be aware of the fact that girls want to play games and that they can play the same games that men do. That's cool. You- I, I agree. I think it's re- – so you, you, I, I, we all know that you love building your own character. I um, do. And, and making it you. And I think that's great. Um I, I think there are games though where, like, if it's a really strong character, like, do you, do you think it? Would, I think it would be weird if, in a game like um, Uncharted, like, you could make Nathan Drake a chick. Like, oh, wouldn't that be so, weird? So is it? Is yeah, I can understand that. Like, because it's not canon, right? Right? Because Link is a dude. Right. That's just how it is. Oh, it's- and Link, I think. It, is he's kind of like a blank slate character though, because he he doesn't talk in yeah. any of the games. So I think it makes more sense with him. But I think there are games where like if you want to do a really strong characterization, letting you swap the genders could be hard. Like maybe not wrong, but it could be hard. Sure, but I you know in this case where it's so much, it was a personal story. I think for for this guy, it was about her being able to relate to this specific game and put it into a context that was appropriate for her life, right? It's like, so it was a story about her rescuing her little brother. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, what he did is awesome. And there's like anyone who argues that there's anything wrong with that is just uh, crazy. Not canon. Not canon. Yeah. But you mod a game. If you hack a game, you should be able to do whatever the hell you want to it. Yeah. uh, Did you see, oh my God, speaking of sudden news, I just was looking at my Google reader. There is a Skyrim mod that's Super Mario Brothers. I did not see that. Oh my God. I got to get the video for you because it's just, I don't, who are these people and can I marry them? Because they're so cool. Dude, I saw, my favorite one, I saw a video that someone made a mod where they turned all of the dragons to uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. From I did see that. I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> when the dragons just came down, like, oh yeah! Like, <laughs> amazing. What's your next piece? Um, okay, uh, let's see. Oh, Black Ops 2 is <gasps> going to have a built-in uh, stream your game feature. Uh, that you can stream things to YouTube. What do you think about that? I think it's going to be amazing because I play, again, this is a game I play split-screen co-op with my fiancé who, I hope he doesn't listen to this, he's not that great at the game. (laughs) There, I said it. And it's hilarious some of the things that will happen and that that I will be able to share with the world is so thrilling to me. Like killing himself with his own bouncing Betty or killing himself with his own grenade, or shooting a rocket launcher into the side of a wall. It's just, it's firing at friendlies. It's amazing. <laughs> I think it's going to be awesome. So and you think there's a lot of compelling things to share through the games? There's hilarious stuff. I mean, I'm a big fan of like the emergent storytelling in any kind of game, and I think that Black Ops or Call of Duty in general and the multiplayer online competitive, there's just a lot of stuff that happens that... You had to be there yes. to understand how amazing it was, and now we can share it. I think it's really cool that they got, they're managing to make the tech work. Like, having a console do that, like, we have learned through trying to make this video podcast that the tech involved in, like, <laughs> st- storing video for a game is not easy. And it, it's really um, intensive uh, on, on the CPU. So that, they, that they're getting a console to be able to play this crazy game online and stream the video, like, I don't know how they're pulling that off. With um, magic and sorcery. Also, magic they're, and sorcery. they're, you know, they are Activision, so they can do whatever they want. Yeah, like, I can see them doing it on a PC much easier because, like, PCs, like, oh, just have a faster processor guy. <laughs> but, but I uh, heard that, you know, we haven't really, none of the modern games have actually tapped what consoles can do. Or someone was just lying to me. That happens sometimes. Uh, yeah, I think it depends. Um, okay. You definitely see, like, cooler stuff as, as, consoles get older like that's kind of like the given like you see i don't know i actually was really struck by the way gears of war looked even though i wasn't super into the gameplay i was like this game is pretty in an ugly sort of way yeah what i liked about gears of war the third one was that 
it actually tried to be colorful where most shooters are really drab and, and it, have, like, it was, and shit. see that's really funny because it is one of the games that started that yeah but it evolved see it, it tried at least to get better i i appreciate that if you want a pretty game i would say play halo 4 oh it's, so it is pretty it is very pretty i mean it's like this is a really good looking cgi movie <laughs> it's, it's very pretty and i'm glad i have played it for that yeah and that's about it that's also cool. i guess i know the story yeah i, I think uh the video streaming school um and i guess putting in the in the masses hands will be neat um it's it sounds I, I hope that there's something interesting to watch on it like um team fortress 2 which is a game i love actually did this great uh where they they introduced uh a thing where you can make your own movies, like cut, make, um, basically edit them uh, after the fact. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and lots of wacky stuff happens in Team Fortress 2. Um, so lots of people use it uh, to make wacky movies. And uh, more people do, and that's got to be cool. What is it you're spelling out here, Chris? Um, well, if you take a step back. Balls. Uh, yeah, it says balls. I'm, wow. That's a terrible S. I got to fix that. Yeah, I don't see what that is. I got the ball part. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> this is what we do in our world. With an audience, this is what we do. Balls. There you go. Nice That's still, still a terrible S, but I'm, I'm going to go I with it. I wish we had some – wait, let me see. I don't have anything after I died that last time. Uh, I wish we had some of that, that glow bricky stuff. What is there that glow bricky stuff? Uh, glow, glowstone. Oh, yeah, I was close. Global stuff. There you go. Put some glowing balls for this, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Um, oh, Where right, can so we get some glowstone? Let's harvest it from somebody else's thing. <laughs> you can't actually. I don't think you can harvest glowstone. When you hit it, it breaks. Oh shit! You have to enchant Switch your stuff. Switch to creative mode right now. <laughs> oh, follow me. Have you seen the enchanting hut, by the way? No. Oh my god! It's, I gotta show you. Yes, this. but I couldn't get in. It has like steel doors. Oh man, let me show you things. Okay. Um, I'm Oh, one more thing. One more item of news that I, I would love to talk about. Um, Xbox Smart Glass came out for iOS and Android and for Windows Phone uh, or Windows 7, 8, 8. That's what they're up to. Um, <laughs> you can, I think you can jump over there. Yeah, you can jump. Um, oh, fit. <laughs> did you know that? Did you, I just learned this recently. I was very upset. If you ah! double, there you go. If you double tap forward in this, you run. Did you know that? Yeah, like, welcome to, like, last year. Well, shut up. <laughs> I don't know what happened, actually, but I did know that. All right, so I'm going to hit this button for you, and you can walk in. Okay, hit a button. Hit a button. Go in. Do you have yeah, to have, like, oh, jeez. Do you have to have two people to negotiate this? No, you don't. But, all right, so check this out. Step on that stone tablet. This is for enchanting. Okay. Whoa! With pistons, uh, different uh, different amounts of books come up because the enchantments Get work on up. how many books are around. And so there's actually another button in the ceiling where if you hit that, even more come down. Sweet. <laughs> Tom built this. He is amazing. Wow. So you step away. It's like it's like a robot. It's a robot of enchanting. This is um, amazing. But yeah, smart glass. Um, you're an Xbox fan girl. Are you into that? Yeah, I'm into it. I'm also an iOS person, so hell yeah, I'll do whatever. And it's super free, so word. You, Why not? Why yet? wouldn't I? Are you not? Come on. Um. I, well, I don't have a tablet or a smart device of any kind. This um, is a weird thing to me. You are a <laughs> technology guy. Yeah, you know I love me? tech. I'm a coder. Um, I don't like smartphones. I. I think they're dumb. <laughs> Is it because they're smart? No, we think they're dumb. What? I, I think I, I think they waste your time. Like they, they just kind of eat up all the free time you could be thinking of cool stuff. Just put it down, don't, dude. You don't have to like play it constantly. How do I get out of here? You don't have to play it all the time. <laughs> I'll let you out. You can go here. Uh, it's hard. There you go. Oh, up oh. again. Ah, there you free, go. Free, free, finally free. Yeah, it takes a some a modicum of self restraint, and I'm not sure I have that personally. Oh, come um, on. But most people I ha- I know also don't like they just sit there and play all the not play like they just what I call they dick around on the internet. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I like hang out with people sometimes. They're like, oh, let's hang out, blah blah blah, and then they're on their com- they're on their phone the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the whole time. 
Uh, and that sucks. <laughs> I didn't need to be here for that. I didn't need to see come and watch you play on your phone. Yeah, but I have a smartphone, and I've had them since the very first iPhone. And you know what? Just put it down. Come well, what on. do you use it for? Like, w- what's better than a normal phone? Oh, well, it has an awesome camera in it. And I just – that was, like, always, like, the biggest innovation to me. Like, oh, my God, my phone has a camera. And it's just, like, but the But the camera's convenient. so terrible. No, they're not. Dude, they're so bad. They're not that bad. You know, what's, you know what the worst thing for all photography has been ever? Uh, Instagram. Instagram. I hate Instagram so much. I don't Instagram. I, I put everything in Photoshop and do it manually. Oh, my so God, I, you do? That's – you're the only one. Well, because I, Instagram doesn't do exactly what I want. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I'm are trying you trying to take stone? gravel and put it in, like, put the cobblestone down because okay, I don't okay. like it when it's not uniform. Fair enough. Um, and yeah, some... Instagram's terrible. Do you agree with that? Agree. Yeah, it just looks everything looks awful. It puts it in this hideous like square aspect ratio, and it puts awful filters on top that it just uh, let me make it make, let me make this look like something that was taken in the seventies has been sitting in a shop window with sun damage <laughs> for the whole well, time. Well, I read a very interesting article that I'll try to get a link for so we could put that up with this um, about why Instagram has taken off, it, and it's a, a nostalgia for the present, and because. You know, everything happens so quickly these days. I'm talking like an old person. Now's the days. Yeah. Um, and, you know, information is consumed so rapidly and communicated so rapidly. I'm out of cobblestone, so I just fucked up for everyone. Um, they kind of have to create a nostalgia around the events of their lives because um, it's, it's over as soon as it started. Look, I'm helping you out. Thank you. And so that's why uh, – people so they have to be wistful for the things that are happening now yeah and i can understand that um you know living in the now but you know reflective on the past which was 10 minutes ago but still see it also you know it makes your photos look a little bit more interesting than they would if you didn't do anything to them which usually compensates for a terrible camera (laughs) but that's not the only reason i'm using an iphone Um, yeah i able to check my email there are a lot of really cool games on ios and you know because of the way the apple store runs and how ios games can be made a lot of indie developers can put out a game and become very successful like a team of two or three people can be making bank from an endless runner and so you do see some innovation around mobile games but yeah, Party. that's interesting. I mean, that that is definitely where a lot of the the game developers are going now. There are a lot of them going to iOS. Um, I have been an iOS developer, uh, despite not owning any of the devices, <laughs> um, which also gives me a crazy skewed perspective. And stop, stop. Why stop are what? you using a sword on gravel? I uh, I broke no, my shovel. I'm sorry. Do you want your shovel back? Um, I can make one. Okay. I guess. It's just like what's I here. Just, why are you doing that? It just angers me. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is the worst possible way. I hate the App Store. I hate everything Apple's doing with it. <laughs> I have to say, I do get frustrated with the App Store. I mean, there are apps we've submitted, and it took two weeks to get through approval. Dude, you got lucky. Um, so really? um, before my current job, I was running a startup called Postling, and we made hey, a Wait, 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 wait. This is worse. What you're doing now is worse. Here, I'm going to give you a shovel. Would you like a shovel? <laughs> sure. how do, I, how do I do L? <laughs> I just wanted to fix there it. it the, the end. There. The, the end is done. Okay. Oh, okay. Fine. But you just – you make me angry, man. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we made a mobile app, and it actually took us like three months. Three months to get through the approval process. What? Well, wait. Is that because they sent it back and said, oh, there, here's, there's a problem here? And no, th- this was all like, we need documentation that you're really a company and stuff. And we were like, well, okay, here. And they were like, oh, this documentation is not documenting enough. <laughs> so they kept on asking for revisions of things, and it was, it was terrible. Like, it was just a nightmare. What happens if I eat zombie flesh? Because I'm hungry. Uh, it, it feeds you, and it just, I think the only difference is you get hungrier, so your food devours quicker, but it will Ooh. keep you alive, so... Actually, what's oh, really no, good? Oh no, I'm green. Now I'm green. That just what's means happening? you're hungry. You got zombie poison. Um. Oh wow, I'm gonna go back to my house and get food. <laughs> I have green bubbles coming off of me. That can't be good. Follow me. I know where lots of stew is. Okay. Um. I like that you look back to make sure I'm following. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I really. Um. You know, the, the app store I think is bad for developers. Really bad. Um, hmm. And I think people are just, they're like, oh, everyone goes to it. And so, like, 
if I get my chance in the sun, like that, then I will make lots of money. And I, you actually hear of a lot of people who don't get the business model right. Um, they 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 make a, a game that millions of people play, and then they're broke. Um, this actually recently happened. I was reading an article about Punch Quest. That it's a huge game. Everyone's playing it, but um, they actually are making no money on it. I can understand that. But Amy, what about Android then? I mean, Android doesn't have the same sort of wait times for approval processes. Yeah, um, and that's that's better. Um, you know, I think it's another platform. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I, I see. Again, smartphones. I I just don't want to deal. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to have to buy you one at some point. Like, hey, try it out. It's not so bad. You've so got a kid you... now. Don't you want to be able to take pictures like at any given moment? Yeah, really I will. I'll take a camera with me. <laughs> they got <laughs> those days? now. I yeah. Guess cameras are small these days. Uh, you can get pretty decent cameras in a small form factor uh, that are much better than smartphone cameras. Uh, check this out. If you go into organics, you can find some stew and things to eat. Oh. Um, Oh, thanks. I'm going to eat. I'm going to take all these chickens. I'll take half the chickens. <laughs> um, and this is actually my theater in progress, uh, which I've only kind of completed the balcony to. It's going to be huge. So Dang, big. you've been but busy. If you go to the front, you can actually see uh, what it looks like. I like how that everyone gets their own seat and nobody gets to sit together. Yes. <laughs> uh, but Android, I, I, my biggest problem with iOS is that you can't just install anything you want on it. Like... It's a closed platform, and that, you know, as a coder, that really gets to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's really just like, I don't want to touch it. Like, you're just broken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Android, that's cool. Uh, But smartphones, I I take pictures of my kid with a phone, with with the camera. Um, (laughs) And it comes out better. And, uh, you know, I would rather carry a camera than a phone in most cases anyway. Okay. Yeah, uh, but most people most people use smartphones. They feel for dicking around on the internet, and um, oh, really? Because I dick around on the internet like all day. Right. So, uh, really? I'm trying, more? I'm trying to dig this all out. <laughs> it's taking okay. forever. I can help with that. <laughs> cool. Just take everything out. Yeah. Just yeah. Everything. Okay. Make cool. a big open space. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. So you don't see that? Like, do you think most people? Don't dick around on their phone? Well, here's the thing. I don't really interact with people very much. So I don't know what they're up to. Um, When I have been around people who like to look at their phones, they do it a lot. I mean, to a degree that is annoying to me. And like, why are we even hanging out? Because you're just going to look at your phone all day. So it does seem like a bit of like, I think of it as a crutch for social awkwardness. (laughs) Oh, hey, we're waiting for the food to come out. What's up on Twitter? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, I used to actually do social media for a living. So I'm kind of someone who I'm absolutely someone who was addicted at one point because yeah, it was my job and I had to always be aware of it. Uh, but, yeah, I don't feel like it's that mu- it has that much of a hold on me. I frequently don't even know where my phone is or if it's alive, like if it's charged. But it's such a convenience when I do have it. You know, That's cool. I understand that. I mean, I understand the convenience factor. It's just personally not something I want in my life. <laughs> what if there's like a badass game that comes out just for iOS? <sighs> is that going to happen? <laughs> well, there's an, actually an iPad game that is like a puzzle mystery game called The Room, I believe, that is supposed to be super badass and highly atmospheric and really interesting. And you can only get it on iOS. Is it a killer so app, what though? now? <laughs> well, now I'll just go play all the other killer games on the eight other platforms I own. <laughs> so what, do you think there should be some sort of universal platform or, or cloud gaming where everything is accessible on any platform? Um, you know, I'm, I'm okay with platforms doing their own thing. And I think like when they, they, they actually have things that are different, it makes sense. Like um, <laughs> Nintendo, my favorite, uh, like th- their <laughs> platforms are different and it's harder to do stuff. And I actually connect. There are games on Connect that should not be anywhere else, and I think that's cool. Um, like, you should not port a Dance Central to the Wii. Like, you should not do that. Don't. <laughs> Dance Central. Well, not Dance Central. I'll go back to a Ubisoft game called Just Dance. Yeah, Just Dance. Well, it's a different game, though. Okay. It's, it's less, game. yeah, involved than Dance Central, I think. It's more a party game. Right. It's it's a different game and built to be such. It's, it's playing to the hardware. Um, and that's cool. I forgot where I was. What, what, what were we talking about? We're talking about we um, how you hate me 
And <laughs> no, I no, no. Phones. <laughs> I don't like phones. I like you a lot, but I don't like phones. I like you better than your phone. Let's put it that way. Okay. My phone, though, has a Vault Tech case. So wet now. <laughs> you know, uh, that brings me to gaping holes. Oh, gaping holes! <laughs> um, I've never ah, played. Get out I, of my way. I've never it. played Fallout. Oh. Pickaxe fight. Who wins? Who wins? Okay. Oh. oh my god! Holy crap! I killed you. I'm so sorry. Um, where where did you spawn? That gave me a lot of experience. I should kill Holy people more often. Crap, dude. <laughs> um, sorry, bro. <laughs> I, just, oh. I have all your stuff, and I'm gonna give it to you. Sure, you are. I'm yeah, just I'm, gonna, gonna... I'm I'm over at one of my houses and. Yeah, seeing everybody else's houses making me feel like, wow, my circa 19 or 20, 2010 or 2009 shit is not going to work out anymore. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you were saying gaping holes. How yeah, you gaping know? holes. I've never played a Fallout game. You suck. <laughs> well, so, I mean, that's kind of a gaping hole for me because I've only played Fallout 3 in New Vegas and I'm not like super down and nerdy. But god damn you. <laughs> so you're saying I should. <laughs> Yes, um, Fallout 3 and even New Vegas, to a lesser extent, are some of my favorite games ever. Did you I, play any of the the original isometric ones? No, because I am not the, I don't have super nerd cred. You're not I, one of the PC master race. No, exactly. Glorious PC master race. <laughs> I love that that's a thing now, because it's so true. It's so a thing. It, it's a thing because it is a thing. Anywho, I'm going to try to find my way back to you. But yeah, you need to play the Fallout fallout 3 at least because what a world anything that bethesda does you should know you want it cool um i'm not sure i played a bethesda game period are you shitting me dude no elder scrolls games i've never played an elder scrolls game um i want to you should be ashamed this gaping (laughs) hole is too gaping (laughs) all right well um how about you what haven't you played well, now I can add Halo to the uh, something I have played. They're just everything. Apparently, not having played the original Fallout games is enough of a gaping hole that I should be ashamed and I should feel bad. Um, there's so many things that I haven't played. Um, anything Mario past the Mario Kart for Wii? Oh, my God. Oh, wait. Well, that's that's pretty recent. I thought you were going to say Mario Kart for SNES, and then I would have punched you in the face. No, I played Mario Kart at least Nintendo 64. So, um, yeah. No, great. Now I've got spruce trees. Great. Did you, did you play Mario Galaxy? Nope. Oh, man. It's so good. Do you like platformers <laughs> at all? Kind of. I mean, I did when I was, you know, in fifth grade. So, Yeah. <laughs> did you just did you just make a Nintendo is for the kitties snap? No, no, no. They Bayonetta. <laughs> oh my god! Where are you so I can kill you again? <laughs> I've got a I've got a tree in my hand. So I just like to point out. out again that I killed you with a pickaxe and you had a sword. Just I, I was out. I was saying wait I don't have armor because I'm dressed as Master Chief and you're all in diamond armor or some shit. No, this is Iron Man. I don't have that many diamonds. I'm not that rich. Really? Switch yeah. yourself to creative mode. It's your server. Dude, creative mode, that is cheating. No, it's not. It's, it's super cheating creative. mode. Your mom is being creative. It's being creative, and that's great, but it's not a game. So anything on a PC, basically. Anything PC exclusive is a gaping hole for me. Okay. Well, and I think Mario like, Galaxy, that's, like, you should, you have a Wii. Mario Galaxy is really fun. It's really yeah. fun. Uh, you, you get to run around these tiny planet toys and jump, and there's gravity. Oh, that's so fun. There's gravity here. Yeah, yeah, but it's different. <laughs> the gravity is spherical. Come on. Okay. Come on. <laughs> it's um, spherical like Angry Birds Space. Oh, wait, so let, let's see. PC exclusive. Like, let's go classic then. Have you ever played Doom? Yes, back in the day. All right, so you played old PC games. Yes, way, way old. Like any Sierra game, totally played that. Did um, you get into Doom? No, actually, and this is going to sound so pathetic. It really made me sick to my stomach. Like the, the movement. Yes, like the head bob and everything like that. And I play first-person shooters now. And, yeah, sometimes it does, if you can't control the bob amount, 
make me a little bit sick to my stomach because I'm a girl or something. Um, no, that's so sexist of me. It's because I'm a pussy. No, <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, it's because I get sick easily and I have to take ginger pills and stuff to play them. But Doom just made me completely nauseated. I could uh, not. You can't play. argue with that. I mean, if it makes you sick, you can't play it. Like, yeah. I- and you know what? It's not just me. I have friends who have played other like first person shooter games and, uh, you know, <laughs> gotten up gone to vomit, come back to continue playing. <laughs> that makes you the most hardcore of all. I know. Well, not that's not me. That was some other lady. Okay. And, okay. and it was a lady. <laughs> Just <laughs> FYI. Yeah. Cool. She was, uh, she's like, I got, hold on a sec. I got to go puke. Puked, came back, play game. Man, Anyways. I want to be her friend. Yeah, you should. Where uh, are you now? Because uh, I've got this tree in my hand. I'm gonna are you back kill- in McGuire Town? Yeah, I'm in McGuire Town. Okay, I, um, I'm by the big red heart. Ta-da! Oh, I'm right there. Let me find you. Uh, I okay, man. Um, yeah, it's it bobbing up and down. It's totally a thing. I was just thinking about Doom. I went back and played it a bunch recently, like Doom Two, and it's really fun. Um, mostly because the guns feel good to shoot. <laughs> I think that's important with first-person shooters. Like, if the gun doesn't feel fun to shoot, and I played a lot where it's kind of like, eh. Um, but like, uh, I was playing it, and the way I originally played it was before like first-person shooter controls were standardized. Um, I'm gonna drop you all of your good stuff. Here's a diamond pickaxe. Oh, thank you. And um, other stuff. Here's here's a cooked chicken and thank a sword. Um, but I was play. The way you played was you move the mouse forward to move forward. <laughs> so. <laughs> The whole time, I'm just, like, zooming around, like, giving myself carpal tunnel. And, <laughs> and now if you do that, you just look straight at the ground. Um, but uh, as I was playing it, I was like, wow, I no wonder my wrist hurts all the time now. <laughs> yeah, they got you early with that. Ooh, pretty. Yeah. But uh, I think we're just about at time. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, that, that's pretty good for today. I think so, too. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, except for that part where you killed me. Yeah, next time you'll have to... Oh, 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 all right, I gotta log off. Well, okay. um, we'll see you guys next time before she kills me. And thanks for listening, and oh my god, the door's not closed. Oh! All right. Uh, Bye! Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh.